Hello, fam, and welcome back to the Soul Star Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Phoenix, and welcome to the Eclipse Portal. Ah, this Eclipse Portal is portally as uh this is my third attempt at recording this. Um, I've had audio difficulties. <laughs> so round three, let's go. And yeah, I mean like full podcast redone third time. So this is gonna be really fun because I'm really practiced, okay? <laughs> okay. So I want to dive into eclipses today because we're currently in the middle of a huge eclipse portal. And I feel like with that, there's two main questions. One, what really is an eclipse? And two, why is it important, especially spiritually? <clears throat> so let's dive in. So I feel like everyone kind of knows what an eclipse is. Like we have an understanding of it, but what really is happening? It's kind of hard to wrap your head around. So this week during the eclipse, I spent some meaningful time pondering this. And I also celebrated 420 on the same day. It was 420. It was a new moon and the eclipse. So all of that together provided a lot of revelation. So the earth is a beautiful, miraculous ball of multiple, many, numerous elements. And specifically, we have water, air, fire, and earth. And we also have spirit. And then we have the moon. The moon is earth. The moon is rock. It's matter. It's dense. And that density also has gravity and has a gravitational pull that pulls on the earth. And then we have the sun. And we're all going around the sun. And the sun is life. The sun is light. The sun is energy. The sun is what gives life to plants and trees and humans and all of us. And it keeps us warm. And it truly is the source of life force energy. So we have the earth and we have the sun. And every single year, the earth goes around the sun and it takes 364 and a half days to go all the way around the sun. And then the moon goes all the way around the earth every 28 days. So every 28 days, the moon makes one full rotation around the earth. And it also is why we call it a moon cycle with our periods, because every 28 days, along with the moon, you have a period. And I actually have a really cool period tracking app that I use that is aligned with the moon. So it shows me, it's like, hey, it's a full moon. You're like on your period. Then it's like, hey, it's a new moon. You're ovulating. It's so sick because it, it makes so much sense. So oftentimes when I am regular, it'll be either aligned with the new moon or the full moon. And I'll try to like get it on. I like intentionally try to be on schedule with it. And it works. It's really cool. <laughs> So the moon is moving around the earth every 28 days. So the earth is going around the sun. And every month, the moon is going around the earth while it's going around the sun. And then twice a year, two different parts, one on one side of the sun and the other on the other side of the sun. Like think of it like 12 o'clock and 6 p.m. At those two places, there's a solar eclipse. And that means that the sun is in the middle, you know, always. Um, what is that? Heliocentric. <laughs> So the sun is in the middle and the earth is over here. And then the moon comes in between the earth and the sun twice a year. And that's a solar eclipse. So we're sitting there in daylight. It's daytime. We're looking up at the sun. And all of a sudden, this big moon, this big ball of rock comes in between us and the sun. And the earth gets dark because the moon is actually casting a shadow on the earth. And the moon is kind of 
sun blocking us. <laughs> I was going to say cock blocking. I went with sunblock, but that's like sunscreen. It's sunscreening us. It's the best version of sunscreen is the moon. <laughs> Once a year, it'll work really well sometimes. <laughs> so you have the moon and it blocks the sun. And then two weeks later, the moon is in the opposite direction of the sun. And because it takes 28 days for the moon to go all the way around the sun. So at first, it's like the sun is in the middle, the earth is the num is noon, and the moon is in between the earth and the sun. And then the moon moves. So then the moon in comparison to the earth would be at 6 p.m. And then the moon moves up to 12 p.m. And at that point, that's when it's a lunar eclipse. Because then the sun is in the middle, the earth is next, and then the moon is behind the earth. And the earth perfectly blocks the sun from the moon. So then the earth is casting a shadow on the moon. And that is a lunar eclipse. So there's a solar eclipse where the moon is casting a shadow on the earth. The moon is in between the earth and the sun. And then two weeks later, as the moon moves to the other side, then the earth is in between the moon and the sun. And the earth casts a shadow on the moon. So in these two weeks, it truly is an incredible, powerful portal where the earth, the moon, and the sun are all in a direct line. And not only are they in a line, but you have the earth, which is this creation center, this vessel of creation, where we have humans and we have consciousness and we are able to create. And then you have the moon, which is gravity pulling. It pulls on the earth. It pulls on the water of the earth. And when the moon pulls on the earth, that's how we get the tides. We get high tide and low tide and rising tide. And we get big waves and small waves. And the ocean gets bigger when it's a full moon and the moon's pulling on it. And then it gets smaller when it's away. Because the moon is has gravity and it's pulling on the water body of the earth. And because humans are 70 to 80% water, the moon is pulling on our water bodies. And it affects our bodies because we're mostly water. <laughs> so as it's moving, that's why, like I said, the periods, it's the moon cycle. It will pull that out. Also, why full moons, people are crazy. And it's chaotic, lunatic energy. Luna, lunatic, lunar, one and the same. It means chaotic. And it's because it brings all that emotion and all that water to the surface and makes you extra emotional and extra sensitive and extra crazy. So. During an eclipse, you have the earth and all of our collective unconscious of the earth. If you think of the earth, then you think of an aura around the earth, like an energetic field around the earth. That's our collective unconscious. All humans together and all consciousness on earth has a collective unconscious. It's like a web of consciousness that is woven together in beauty. And sometimes it gets a little tangled and a little snarly when it's rooted in shame or guilt, or fear, and that's when you get these tangly, mangly, ugh, in the collective unconscious that are tied to certain things, um, to certain traumas, and certain tribulations, and problems that we work through as a society. So we have this collective unconscious, and then the moon is gravity, right? And it's earth, it's dense, it's a matter, and it pulls on the earth. So if you think of it like a sphere, an energy sphere, and then you put a ball, a heavy ball, like a rock 
in it. So think of a water balloon, but it's a perfectly round water balloon. And then you put a rock in the inside of it and it's heavy and it pulls to the bottom. Then you have a round ball with a point at the end where the rock is. So it almost like focuses that energy and pulls that mass and pulls that weight in that field into focus in one direction. So during a solar eclipse, the earth is here with our magnetic collective unconscious field getting pulled toward the moon, which is directly facing to the sun. So it's like a laser focus directly to the sun. The sun is pure energy. The sun is pure life force. So as we're able to collectively focus all of our energy subconsciously, it's getting pulled toward the moon and directly to the sun. So anything that you're thinking, anything you're saying is getting manifested very quickly. And then not only do we have the subconscious connection and the subconscious focus to the earth and or to the moon and to the sun but we also have the conscious attention as well because people are aware of the eclipses and so they're focusing on the eclipse and they're thinking about it and they're looking at it so we have our subconscious energy all pulled in one direction and a lot of the earth's conscious energy also being focused so this is so potent imagine all of the people on the earth having all of their energy focused in one direction both subconsciously and in some cases consciously a lot of people don't know about the eclipse a lot of people don't care so they're not really looking at it for instance here in utah um the eclipse was in totality in australia so no one here could see it it was nighttime when the eclipse was happening on the other side of the planet so we didn't see it we're not looking at it but on that side of the planet, a lot of people were because it was obvious and it was happening in the sky right above you. So when you have that focus, that's when manifestation becomes extra, extra, extra powerful. It's like they say, any whenever you have two or more gathered in my name, you can move mountains. And it's true. It's like they're, we're all so powerful and so connected. But then to have that combined energy with two, three, four people, five, 50 people, 100 people, thousands of people, millions of people, that's when you can really change consciousness and change humanity quick, 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 quick. Even in the world, you can change everything very quick with our collective focus. So that happened just a few days ago on Tuesday or Wednesday to Thursday, April 19th to the 20th. And then on May 5th is the lunar eclipse. So solar eclipses are more of new beginnings so with solar eclipses it's more common to have like um find a new job find a new partner find a new opportunity like new 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 like new things coming in and showing up and then on lunar eclipses it's more death it's more ending um things that aren't meant for you will be closing and ending and going away so it's kind of a new beginning and a fresh start and some birth and sprouting and then the weeds and stuff that's no longer like serving you that those are going to die and be like crumble away and this is the death and rebirth process but in between the two the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse we have this two-week portal where you just got to be so intentional and so magical and manifest exactly what you want so one way i want you to think about this is like a seed you're planting a seed in the earth. If you plant a flower seed, it's going to grow a flower. If you plant a cherry tree, it's going to grow a cherry tree. So whatever your intention is, even if you're not feeling that great, like, so think of your emotions and your experience and your mentality as the soil. Okay. So if your mentality is sour, 
and your mindset is poor and it's not very nutrient dense, the flower and the tree, the tree is going to have a really hard time to flourish and to grow and sprout. However, it's not impossible. But if it does sprout, it's going to be a cherry tree. You're not going to plant a cherry tree, then all of a sudden you get a pumpkin patch because you didn't plant that. But you do have to have a healthy environment for the plants to grow. So your intention is the seed. Whatever your intention is that you want, that's the seed that you're planting in the ground and that's what you want to grow. And then we get to use tools of gratitude and trust and faith to nourish that soil so it has a nourishing environment to flourish and to grow and to sprout and bloom and blossom. So for this eclipse specifically, it was a hybrid eclipse. So what that means is that it was both annular and total, which is where annular just doesn't fully cover completely. So you can see some of the earth or some of the sun behind the moon, but a total one is where it's completely fully covering. The moon is completely covering the sun and you see a ring of fire around it. So this was both an annular and a total eclipse, which is very rare. It only happens one in every 32 eclipses. So this type of eclipse is not going to happen again for another nine years. So what your, what intentions you plant today will be coming to fruition over the next nine years. Typically with eclipses, it's usually six months because every six months you have an eclipse. So it's very powerful for the six months so you can plant some short-term goals and then plant some big dreams some big intentions. You're going to plant those into the earth, well, into the visual earth. I mean, you could if you wanted. That'd be kind of cute. But I want you to imagine the sun, imagine the moon, and like a laser putting the seeds into the moon, and it's feeding it directly into the sun. I want you to visualize planting those seeds directly into the sun, into the core of the sun. And I, even if you don't have the best mindset right now, even if you're a little fucked up in the head, you're a little anxious, you're a little depressed, you're a little sad, a little stressed, your boyfriend's being an asshole, your girlfriend's being crazy, whatever it is, just remember that shit is fertile. <laughs> shit is fertile. So even if you're feeling a little shitty, it's still fertile. So plant your intention, be very intentional about it, very conscious about what you're actually calling in. Forget the fear, forget the limitation, forget the limiting beliefs, let go of those, not, oh, but, and, oh, well, if, and so, no, forget all that. What do you want? Be clear about that and plant that seed. I want to have an amazing life. I want to be happy. I want to be abundant. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually, I'd actually love to share my intentions just to um give some insight and also some inspo and to collectively charge up the manifestation. So short-term it was interesting to me because while I was looking and thinking about what I wanted to call in for the next 10 years, it's kind of a big question. It's like, what do I want for a decade? Like, I don't know. I'm only like two decades old. How am I supposed to know what I want for a third one? <laughs> so I have been thinking a lot about it. And a lot of what I want to feel is just happy. It's not as much like this amount of money. I mean, that's on there and like the type of car and house. I spent a lot of time over the last few years getting really clear on that though. So I don't feel as drawn to clarify that anymore. I feel like the universe has received those and I'm just kind of focused on other stuff right now. But I was interested to realize that a lot of what I wanted to call in is like, I just want to feel really, really good. I want to feel really happy. I want to feel really confident. I want to feel really sure about myself and my life. I want to feel very empowered. I want to feel so loved and taken care of and cherished by the people in my life. 
And I want to feel so confident, just so secure in me and my life, who I am and what I'm doing. And for the short term, the next few years, I really am excited to release a ton of music. And I hope that it is very successful and very popular. Um, I hope that my podcast grows and inspires millions of people. I hope to perform on the biggest stages in the world, like Coachella, EDC, Ushaya. Um, I would love to throw my own festival, but I'm not going to get into the details of that. But it's really dope. Um, and I would also love to get married and have a beautiful family and have babies and live in a beautiful home on a lot of land with all my friends. Like a big commune, um, like farm scenario in beautiful mansions. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm calling it over the next 10 years. It's a long time, but overall, overarchingly, the theme for me is a bundle of abundance an abundance of love and a loving abundance. An abundance of love and a loving abundance. That just to me means that. Just so much love everywhere I go, with everyone I see and meet, all the strangers that I run into, just so much love. All my friends that I have, just so much love. We just love each other so much and we support each other. And love in relationships where I'm treated so nicely by beautiful men. Um, yeah, just like really loved and taken care of. And also the ability to love so deeply and love others so much and to give my love and to be a beacon of love and light and joy in their lives and a loving abundance <laughs> which means to me being able to have everything I could ever want and so much more and plenty to share more than enough to share I have more than enough I need for myself and plenty to share I want so much where I'm able to help anyone do anything that they want I'm able to help my friends who are struggling help my family who's struggling just love and be abundant and generous and beautiful and healthy inside and out so i offer you my intention of a bundle of abundance and i would also love to hear what your manifestations are and what your intentions are and what seeds you're planting so with that this is the end of this episode my name is mia phoenix and i'm very excited to announce that i am actually releasing my very first song in the next few weeks it's called love potion number 11 aka lit vibes it's pretty cool. I'm super excited about it. I would love for you guys to check it out and let me know what you think. Also, check out my Instagram because I'm going to be posting how to pre-save it and all, the, all those goodies. So I love you so much. <clears throat> happy Eclipse and happy magic. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here with me. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing life. And I love, 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 love you. Okay. Have a good one. Bye.